Hello, it's the James and Kim cast. So we've had fun celebrating Ghost Story Week on Sunday, 92.3 on the morning show. <laughs> There's nothing like a good ghost story. And our listeners, they uh, they have called us with some great ghost stories. Now, one of my favorite ghost stories in this episode, we heard from a listener that lost a dog. The dog passed away, and it came back as a ghost. So stick around f- for that. Also, have you ever heard of Pitter Pat Holler? <laughs> it's been a while since I've heard about Pitter Pat Holler. I had a gentleman call me up a couple of days ago and, and told us about this particular place that really freaked him out. And there's a story that I want you to hear where supposedly a ghost comes in and straddles this lady. I mean, we're talking about area listeners. And, the, I mean, when she was telling me this, I was getting cold chills. I was, I was kind of freaking out. So stick around. Enjoy our collection of ghost stories on this episode of the James and Kim cast. Do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely. You do? Okay. All right. 20% of us believe in ghosts. You don't have I a think go- I, have one. I have one in my house. You do have one in your house. Pretty sure. I mean, sometimes I come in from work, and it sounds like somebody's sitting in the living room smoking. And the gentleman who built our house originally years ago, probably 50, 40 years ago, he was a smoker. And I'm like, Curtis, you have got to move out if you're going to keep smoking. So his name, the ghost's name is Curtis. What, do you actually yep. smell the smoke? Yeah. I mean, when my kids were growing up, I read my son out asking if he started smoking. And he said, search my room. I haven't smoked. And seriously, he had not smoked, but my house was still like somebody sitting in the living room smoking a cigarette. Ooh, you just gave me the creeps. <laughs> I know. I, I can really freak my husband out good on that one. <laughs> I bet. You have a great day. Thanks for chiming in this morning. Okay, thank you, Bob. Okay, so here's the phone call that I took about pitter-pat holler. Uh, I'm sure you, being from this area, have heard about pitter-pat holler in Sill Creek. I have. I don't know a whole lot about it. I, I live about half a mile from that. Oh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> and at 42 years old, I don't, I'm not sure how to word it. I don't necessarily believe in it and scared of it now, but back in the day when I was younger, if I could not walk from one end to the other before dark, I would drive all the way up the highway and come in the other way. So tell me about this place. Tell us, for those who haven't heard about this place, uh, tell us the, the, the background. Uh, it, it was called Pity Pat Holler because back in the day in, like, the horse and carriage, they would be riding out through that street, and they, all they would hear was the Pity Pat, Pity Pat, Pity Pat on the ground behind them. And then, you know, there's stories about a, an infant, an adult, whatever, being jerked off the carriage. And tell us exactly where where this is in Till Creek. Uh, it's Shipley Hollow, um, Daughtery Ferry Road, right before you get to Sell Creek High School. Thank you. It's, and, I mean, it's it's been written about in books all over. Have you ever gotten, like, cold chills? You don't know why? This lady got cold chills, but at the same time, actually saw something coming towards her. Listen to this. This is a really good ghost story. Oh, good. I um, rented a house years ago 
um, with my two youngest children, and they were school age. And in the morning, they would, as a group, all the children in the neighborhood would meet up and walk to the end of the road to get on the bus. Well, I was the husband mom, so I hated that. So I would stand out on the front porch and listen for them until they got on the bus. Well, this particular morning, the, the front yard was kind of a squared off yard. It had a chain link fence that ran down and then back behind the house. And it had, you know, shrubs that grew up over the fence. You really couldn't see the fence. The, that particular morning, as I was standing on the front porch, I watched at the beginning of the chain link fence a breeze or a, a spot of wind just sort of blow down the fence line. And it didn't, you know, like blow all the trees at one time. It literally blew one spot at a time as it went down. It came across the backyard and ran up onto the porch and into my face and, you know, literally blew my hair back. Hmm. And I've never felt so afraid in all of my life. It literally terrified me. I just stood there for a few minutes. I couldn't even move. Wow. I was just so afraid. Yeah. I got in my car and I'm I'm not that type of person. You've got to understand I am not yeah, <laughs> the sure. play of the dark kind of person. We actually play flashlight tag with my kids so they're not afraid afraid of the dark and it's outside and play. So I got in my car and went to my mom's. I didn't go back in the house. I heard it was like the whole morning got dark for a second. Like, you know, early in the morning when it's just starting to get daylight. Yeah. It's like the daylight just sort of faded away for a second you know, dusky Ooh. dark again, and then all of a sudden it's bright again. That's it was a, the most horrible thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow, so you were that scared. You you actually hopped into your car and went to your mom's house. So, I left. But, I mean, okay, so, but you didn't see anything. It was just this gust of wind, and, and then it just kind of uh, it, it took hold of you, and you just had this awful, scary feeling come over you. Wow. I should have told just right now thinking about it. <laughs> I, I'm getting cold chills. <laughs> well, it was, I mean, you can imagine, it's not something like a horror movie. It literally was just a spot of wind, a circle of wind that went down the fence line. And uh, as it went down, the trees were, the, the bushes steady after it passed. They weren't still moving, you know. It's just this movement. That's scary. Well, so hey, there was an evil spirit floating through our neighborhood. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness. Just hearing you say that just ugh, gives me the creeps. Ma'am, you have a happy Halloween this weekend, and thank you very much for chiming in. Well, thank you for letting me. Have a great day. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Okay, so this next ghost story, a sunny listener actually called and said, James, Kim, we actually took a picture. We took a picture of my family. This ghost appeared in the picture. Listen to this story. Okay, my ghost story. We actually, I can't prove it, obviously, but I think we have two. Um, when my daughter was little... She would sit in her room, just happy, just as content as she could be, happy and happy playing. She might have been three. Okay, well, she's sitting there, she's playing, and then all of a sudden she just starts screaming, crying. And I'm like, of course, I'm in there in about two seconds. And I'm, you know, I'm asking her what's wrong, because she's, she's just about to the point of doing full sentences. And she's saying that the lady was mad at her. Like, Pardon? You know, because I'm thinking somebody's in my house. And she said, uh, I said, what lady? And she said, the lady with no hands. Yeah, I get cold chills every time I think about that. Well, wait, okay, it may, you may have said this, but was this like in the middle of the night or was this just a normal conversation? Oh, no, conversation? this was during the day. This was just, you know, while my husband was at work and I was, you know, it was, I was actually in the kitchen, which is on the other end of the house. But we have, I have a baby monitor to hear her. And uh, she was just... That's why I said she had just started crying, so I belted in her room real quick. And then when she told me that, I was like, 
Oh, because three-year-olds can't make that up. You know. So then, what did you do as a as a mom? What, what did you I'm do? I'm like, I, of course, I scooped her up. It was about her nap time anyway, so I scooped her up and took her in my room and was rocking her. And you know, she she calmed down. But I, I asked her um, when I asked her who was the what, what was wrong. She said the lady was mad at her. And when she said the lady with no hands, I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you, my blood all went to, went straight to my feet. You, you know. Did you just want to run from the house and call your husband? Actually, <laughs> actually, I've always held the belief that ghosts can't really hurt you. They're okay. just attached to the. I mean, they can't be attached to the house because we bought it, our house from the lady that built it. We're the first people to live there. Okay. So, so our house our, at the time, our house was brand new. So, what did you do? Well, my husband has a friend that is in the into spiritualism. Mm-hmm. And she actually came over and blessed our house, and we okay. haven't had a problem since. Okay. So, um, but at the time, our cat wouldn't go in her room. Ooh. If you could pick him up and put him in her room, he would bolt straight out. Oh, my goodness, that's creepy. I mean, just That's out. creepy. And then when she was, I don't know, she probably about four and a half, her brother was just walking good. We were taking pictures of him because they were going to be in a wedding. And we had bought their clothes, and, we, and their grandmother was over, and... Um, we, you know, we're trying the clothes on, and I took pictures of her, and their grandmother took pictures of them. Well, my pictures came out just fine, and their grandmother's pictures had little balls of light swirling around both kids. Oh, my gosh. Orbs. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I mean, and uh. this was this was right at the advent of a digital camera, yeah. and she had a brand-new chip in it, so it couldn't have been a bad chip. And it just yeah, and that's then, freaky. Um, and I'm my, sure. My, uh, and my son's first birthday. We had. I took a picture of his daddy holding him, and there was balloons everywhere. And between their faces was a ball of light with a face in it. What? Yeah. It was very shortly thereafter we had the friend come over and bless the house. Uh, I bet. Oh, I bet. So. And I'm sure you still probably think about this when you have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or go to the grocery uh, or go to the, uh, the the refrigerator. We haven't had any instances in a long okay. time, but we keep a cross in her window. Yeah, that's call me crazy, but it, I mean, we haven't had any problems since we hung the cross up. I believe it. So wow, what a what a, a, a wonderful chilling ghost story. Thank you. <laughs> well, whenever I get home today, I'll uh, I'll try to post the picture of the of my husband holding my son. Oh my I'll, gosh! I'll try to yes. post it. Please do that. Yeah, please I do will. that. We'll be on the lookout for it. Thank you. Happy You're Halloween welcome. this weekend. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. So I've got the phone call with the listener that has the ghost dog. That's coming up here like in four minutes. I want you to stick around for this. This particular story just really freaked me out. Listen to this ghost story. My friend Teresa lives in Trenton, Georgia, and she had this this ghost that at night, there's one night, he, I don't know if it's a he or she, but she heard a refrigerator open. And somebody popped the top of a Coke, a canned Coke. So she got up to see if it was her daughter. When she passed by her daughter's room, her daughter was asleep. And she went into the kitchen and found the can of Coke opened on the table. Mm. <laughs> and there was also one, yeah, let me, I'll really creep you out here. She was in the bed, and this thing came up on her bed. She said you could feel it, the bed go down, Ugh. and it straddled her and, 
and it held her down. She could not move. She said, the only thing I could do is say, dear Jesus, get this thing off of me, and it was gone. And she couldn't hear, she just felt it around her, her... Somehow, if somebody sits on the bed, how the bed goes down. Oh, yeah, 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 sure, okay. Okay, Ooh. well, she could feel that, and it, and it straddled her, and the, made the covers tight. Oh, my god! So where she could not move. Was there anybody else in the house? Just her daughter. But her daughter was, you know, a little girl. Uh, okay, it would have taken about eight seconds to put a for sale sign in front of that house if that happened to me. <laughs> well, I visited her one time, and uh, it was, I was sitting there, and there was no air blowing, you know, but something flipped my bang, uh. you know, on my face. And then it poked me in the side, and I told her, I said, Tracy, I think it's time for me to go. Oh, that is creepy. Yeah, so I hadn't been back to her trailer. <laughs> so have you heard that we have several houses on Missionary Ridge that are haunted? Listen to this ghost story. And by the way, after this ghost story, one of my favorite stories, It's she calls it more of a feel-good spirit story, which is probably one of my favorites and you're going to you're going to get a smile out of it i promise you that's coming up after this ghost story listen to this good morning would you like to hear a story oh yes G- give us your best ghost story this is it this is just what happened my brother bought a house uh it still owns it at the uh, foot of sherman reservation on missionary ridge the house was built in 1860 uh, bought the house and upstairs massive house upstairs there was a room that you walked into it and the air was dead. That's all I can tell you. It was clammy, cold. You walked in, the air was still. He had a lady that worked with him at TVA who came who was sensitive. She wouldn't go in the room. And she said that someone very bad had died in that room. So she said that if you change the room, perhaps the spirit in it would leave. So my brother, myself, and two friends, painted the room. We went downstairs on a Saturday night eating dinner. After doing it, we hear a crash. Mm. There was one item in the room above the fireplace. It was a mirror. The mirror was against the wall on the other side of the room, broken in a thousand pieces, laying on the floor. And so from that point on, you walked into the room, it felt normal. But um, I cannot tell you. I cannot give you an explanation. All I do know is that it did happen. Uh, tell me why you decided to paint the room. Uh, I mean, what was that all about? The lady, the sensitive lady that worked at TVA with him, she was sort of psychic. She did, it, but she said that if you change the surrounding of a spirit, it, and it this was never changed from 1860 when the house was built. But when you painted the room, it changed the environment hmm. for the spirit. And so it was free to go on um, and whatever it was locked into that room or what. But it was the weirdest thing when you went in before it was painted. You would go into this room no matter when, and it was just dead air. Uh, ooh, can, that's creepy. Can, yeah. So anyway, um, but that that did happen. And that, uh, on Missionary Ridge below Sherman's Reservation. Yeah. And if any place that should be spooks... That would be it. When's the last time you've been in this room? Um, this room was uh, six months ago, and it's 
actually it's on the west side of the house and you go into it so we're looking you're looking at um look out mountain from it and when you walk into the room now it's just like a normal room but it's just that um he doesn't like to go into that room um it's just sort of a guest room that nobody ever uses okay (laughs) that's creepy yeah no it is it is it is to this day i'm 67 and you know i've seen a lot in my life but that was just one of the weirdest things (laughs) that's bizarre happy halloween thank you for sharing that ghost story with us happy halloween (laughs) let's see bye Bye bye-bye Good morning. Um, I've got a ghost story for you, but it's not scary. It's a feel-good story. Oh, I love feel-good stories. I would take a, a, a feel-good ghost story over a, a, a real, like a really, a really scary ghost story. Okay, good. Well, and, and I'd prefer to call this a spirit story, not a ghost story. Okay. It, it might. Our father passed away 18 years ago, mm. and uh, it, right at Christmas time. And uh, we were all with him when he passed, which was, you know, quite the privilege to send somebody off. But anyway, my older sister was getting married seven months later. And our brother decided to escort her down the aisle because, of course, dad was gone. And my younger sister and I were her bridesmaids. We were um, getting choked up now. We were, <laughs> mm. we were standing up at the front of the church watching her come down the aisle with our brother and I looked up, and over her head, there was this swirl of glitter and sparkle. I looked at it, and I thought, my Lord, what is that? It was just as clear as it could be, to me anyway. Glitter and sparkles over her head the whole way down the aisle. Mm. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> After the service, I was talking with my younger sister, who had been up at the altar with me, and she said, did you see something over her head? And I said, what did you see? She said, I saw glitter and sparkles over her head. So we both saw it. Wow. That was Dad. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm convinced that was our father. He did walk her down the aisle, and we saw it. And, and this, this happened 18 years ago, and you, I bet it feels like it, it's as if it happened five minutes ago. You, ma'am, you just gave me goose pimples all <laughs> over my body. <laughs> What a sweet story. What a sweet story. Isn't it lovely? It gets me choked up even 18 years later. But definitely when my sister said she saw the same thing I did, it just blew me away because we knew Dad was there. Thank you for sharing that story. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. You have a great day, okay? You too, James. Bye-bye. What I tell you, what a sweet story. Okay. Here's a uh, very creepy story. Listen to this one. Hey, James, I do. Okay. I, um, I guess it was about 10 years ago or so. I was in our home in East Brainerd, mm-hmm. and I was folding some clothes, and my daughter was about six, and she was in the living room. And so I'm folding clothes in our bedroom, and something catches the corner of my eye, and it looks like a dark figure, kind of like a, almost like a pilgrim type person. But I just blew it off, saying, oh, you know, that's nothing. Well, about a couple of minutes later, my daughter comes in there and she goes, Daddy, did you see that man standing there? Oh. And I was like, I know. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw him a couple of more times after that. 
and but it was a friendly ghost. He never did anything. So oh, a friendly ghost. See, the thing is, I've heard from so many listeners this week saying it was a friendly ghost. We lived with him for a couple of months. That would just absolutely freak me out. Now, now was this? Did he appear as a shadow? Did you say? Kind of like a shadow, but it looks like somebody from like the Pilgrim time. Yeah, it's yeah, of a Pilgrim. And um, so now we had one recently in our house that we live in now. My wife's mother passed away, and she lived with us. But her aunt also died, and we were cleaning out her storage facility, and we took some pictures of some old family members, and we put them in the bedroom of her mom's bedroom. And my wife spent the night in there one night, didn't sleep. Well, she woke up the next day, and she had scratches on her back. Oh, my word. This was just a couple of weeks ago. and then. What? Her mom's clock radio all of a sudden just started going off and fell on the floor. And we know it wasn't her mom because her mom wouldn't have done stuff like that. Sure. So we think it was those pictures. So we took, last weekend we took the pictures back to the storage. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. Oh, my goodness. But the, the scratches on the back, I mean, how could you explain that? I know. We don't know. I mean, that was what was weird. And so we thought, well, that's not okay. So we took it back. The, I, bet you, I think you made the right right choice. Happy, uh, I think you did. Happy Halloween. Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. Take care. <laughs> you take care. Bye-bye. It's the Jage and Kim cast. All right, uh, tell us your ghost story. Oh, yeah. I got a friend of mine's uncle lost his legs back in the uh, late 40s. Mm. And he had a two-room shack out in the middle of the woods, and it was on our way home from uh, – or from the store and all and at night time when you went by there there'd be a light in his bedroom and we would go into the house during the day and his legs that they give him uh, that they put on him you know to uh, when he lost his legs in a fire it happened in front of his house and at night time when you go by there there'd be a light on so uh, my dad and a couple of my uncles told us not to be in the house, you know. So every night we'd walk by there, there'd be a light in the room. And uh, we was always scared to go by there, but that's the only way we had to go home. And uh, they said it was his ghost because of the tragic accident, you know, he had out in front of his house when he lost his legs. Oh, my word. And so that light would be on every once in a while. Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, this is a true story. I mean, you go by there at midnight and they'd be a light on in there with there was no power in this house for 20 years oh my god and, yeah and uh finally to stop the kids from going into the house and the legs would be moved for some reason the legs would be moved if you went into his bedroom <sighs> they ended up having to tear the cabin down because it caused so much trouble what where was this cabin on lookout mountain on lookout mountain oh my gracious what happened was he was working on a car, and the car backfired, and he caught fire, and it burned his burned his legs so bad they had to amputate them. Mm. So they so they gave him this wooden legs, and they would be set. I mean, the bedroom was just like it was when he passed away. He passed away in the house, and uh, I serious you could go by there at nighttime, and they would be a light on or a candle. We never did figure out what it was in his bedroom. Oh my gosh! And and no power in that cabin for 20 years. Wow. Yeah, it was in the woods. I mean, oh, it was on, I mean, it was crazy. And then finally, all the people that lived around 
the woods and stuff, they finally went over and tore the cabin down. It's so funny because I don't believe in ghosts, but I have a ghost story. Nine times out of ten, someone will say, I don't really believe in ghosts. But let me tell you the situation that I ran into. Okay, so this must have hap- this happened in high school. Um, I was crashing downstairs in my sister's bedroom. She has a water bed. She wasn't there. She was staying over with a friend. And around 2, 3 in the morning, I was woken up. I felt the bed move. Ooh. And we have a dog. Okay, so I thought, oh, it's Schnooky, our dog. You know, he jumped up on the bed. He's a medium-sized dog. And um, I called for him, and I heard him on the floor, his, his uh, collar shaking. I'm like, oh, what is on this bed? And all of a sudden, you know, whatever was on the bed was rolling up and down me, this pressure. And then I saw this light, and I felt this breeze going across my face. Oh. And I was totally freaking out, and I couldn't say anything. Um, my parents were, their bedroom's up above, and um, there's a vent above me, and I just kept saying, Mom, Dad, help! You know, and it was like a real low voice. I couldn't get it any higher. I couldn't say anything. Because you were scared was, to death. You were. Oh, I was so scared. Horrifying. And then I, my voice kept getting higher and higher, and finally they heard me. And I was just praying to God. It's like, okay, whatever this is, leave, leave, you know. And my parents finally came downstairs um, to see what was going on. And they said I was white as a ghost. I was just so freaked out. Wow. I mean, with that waterbed, I, I can imagine you were jiggling on that, <laughs> on that waterbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, this presence, whatever it was, was just rolling up and down my body. Oh. It was the weirdest and strangest feeling. And then... Feeling that breeze and seeing that light, it's like, what the heck is going on here? You just, I've got chills. Oh, I got chills. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. That that's. So a, I never slept down there by myself again. <laughs> I was about to, I was just about to ask you that if, no. if that was the last time you ever you were in that room by yourself uh, sleeping. Oh, yeah. Ooh, all right. Hey, happy Halloween! Great, great ghost story. Oh, the spooky. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's fun to hear them. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Take care. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. So what did I tell you? Aren't these creepy? All right, so this next ghost story, and this will be the last one for this episode. So this lady, her dog passes away, and it, her dog now visits her quite often. Oh, uh, my ghost story is, is it really a, a ghost ghost story. It's about a pet. Oh, it's about uh, a pet. I okay. Yes, yeah, uh, I should probably wait until Wednesday for Wet Nose Wednesday. Uh, I had a, a half-breed Lhasa officer shit through, and she was 18 and a half years old, and we had to put her down because she started having seizures. Mm. Uh, and when she was alive, she was a water dog. She drank a lot of water. And so we have one of those water fountains in my kitchen, and I have two dogs now, and one's a Lhasa and one's a shit through. And so it's in my kitchen and uh, going out to the back door, and that's where we let them go out to go to the, to, to the bathroom. And uh, they will go outside, and I'll stand at the door and watch them outside my backyard. And then I hear the water fountain behind me go blurp, 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 And I'll turn around to see if one of the dogs snuck in the house, and they didn't. Oh. And, and, and the water thing has gone down. And so then they come back in, and I shut the door. And then sometimes during the daytime, I'll go into the kitchen, and my dogs are just sitting there looking at the water bottle, looking at the water fountain, and it's going, blurp, 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 and then it'll, it'll stop, 
And then they'll just sit there for a little bit, and then they'll go drink the water. That is freaky. So do you have do you have this sense of of, of this is really uh, the, the the dog that, that passed? Yes, because she's a water dog. And not only that, the week that she passed away, my daughter uh, I don't she lives with me, and I don't let her smoke in my house. And so she had gone outside the front door. And uh, she looked outside, and I had had my male dog had passed away years back, and she saw them playing in the front yard. She literally... My male dog, she actually saw them playing, my, my two dogs that had passed away, but it was the week that she had passed, and my daughter came in and said, Mom, you don't have to worry about Angelique anymore because she's with trouble. Oh, my word. That so is... Had, so she saw them playing in our front yard the week that she passed away. That and is crazy. Oh, that is crazy. So, so if you have pets and you believe in, in uh, the hereafter that we get to see our relatives and everything, if you have pets, your pets are waiting for you. That is bizarre. Ma'am, you have a great day. Thanks for sharing us, uh, sharing with us that ghost story about, about your pet. Well, you're welcome, and you have a blessed and safe day. I listen to you every morning on the way to work. What did I tell you? Some very spooky ghost stories as we celebrated Ghost Story Week here on Saturday Night 2.3. I'm going to keep the light on. I'm going to watch my back. <laughs> have a happy and safe Halloween. Make sure you check out the James and Kim show on Saturday Night 2.3, Monday through Friday from 5 to 10 each morning. So long.